Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to They Talk A Good Game, the rugby league podcast, with you each and every week talking all things our favourite game. This week is very uh, a fun one. Once again, you may notice we're over Zoom, but not just over Zoom. For the first time ever, the podcast has gone global. We are in different countries. I'm Lockie Pringle of Australia, joined by Harvey Billingham of Hello. England. I'm here in England, in Birmingham, back in yes. the motherland. Um, little trip back, which is thoroughly enjoyable thus far, but there's no way that I would give up the podcast, even though I'm on holiday. That's right. And it's good to be here. It is great to great to have you here. You know, obviously, there's more important matters like like one's enjoyment of uh, connecting, reconnecting with with family and 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 whatnot over after many 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 horrible years of COVID. But uh, Harvey, thanks. It's been for- a long haul. Thanks for joining, nonetheless. No, I'm, I'm pleased to be here and I'm keen to talk some footy. Um, yep. We had a number of really good games. I don't really want to touch on the Manly game too much. It's the only game I really caught this weekend and it didn't go well. It's possibly even game of we the round. for the fight. Yeah, possibly game well, of the round. So it's tough, tough to not talk about it. But, you know, I res- no, respect your wishes if that's the way that you feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously just disappointed about the result because we were in the lead for a large chunk of it. I thought we were the better side for a large chunk of it. The discipline and penalty count racked up um, and we couldn't hold them off. And it's the type of game that we need to win. And Tommy went off injured. He looks like he's gone for the season. Huge um, talking point. Dahlia medalist of last year, obviously New South Wales, key player and centre. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a loss for the game. So um, Manly, obviously, will be the team that struggles the most and the Blues. But oh, it's just a lot of negatives to come out of it because it felt like we were really up for the fight, especially coming off the loss to the Broncos the week before. Yeah, And we just don't get the rewards for it. So I don't know, Desi's going to have to work some magic over the next couple of weeks. We come up against the Storm next week and that's going to be equally challenging. Um mm. I think they're, are they on the run to lose three in a row? Or they've lost two in a row so far. They've lost far. two in a row, which is probably the worst possible time to play the Melbourne Storm when they've I lost don't two remember. in a row. Yeah, I never, yeah. never remember them losing three in a row. Yeah, Not, they should have Jerome never Hughes happened. back. They obviously still be without Pappenhausen, but I think having Jerome Hughes back will be big for them. They've kind for of sure. strugg- they've struggled to cover both uh, having missing a fullback and a halfback, but I think having... One of them there should shore up some things in their spine. Tough one for Manly first week. Again, without Tommy. uh, Battled well without him at the start of the year, but we'll see against Melbourne. Very, very true. And it's a different prospect. Um, A different prospect when he's he's gone for the year. Like when he's gone for a few weeks, you've got that sort of next man up mentality where we just got to fill in. 
um, get through the week, play as well as you can. It's a limited opportunity for those players moving it, moving around and like Garrick will go back to fullback, you imagine. But I think missing him for the year, it's, it's pressure on because mm. the backup's now the first choice. And it's just a, it's a different system. It's not a lot, something that we've trained with a lot, I can imagine, because there was no, never a chance of Tommy moving around in, in terms of positions. Other, other sides, fullbacks would, yeah, give plenty of people the other opportunity to see who's going to stake their claim back there. But I don't know. We're going to have to battle through it. Yeah. I said last week that Brad Fittler should be calling up Des Hasler and, and saying, don't you dare play Tommy Trebojevic. And turns out, <laughs> turns out I was right. So well, yeah, bang once, on. Again, once again, I've nailed it. Um, but I'm interested because last week we named our our state of origin back lines that we'd like to see. Both of us yeah. obviously had Tommy in the centres. You had Campbell Graham with him there. I had Tony Staggs. Who would you put in the centres in, instead of Tommy now? There's a number of options. Crichton, Burton, uh, um, Alakai. I'd probably go for Crichton mm. out, of the, out of the pick. Um, Staggs as well, I'd, you've got as an option. But I'd, I, I'd have... Look, I'd, I'd be happy with any of them, but I think Crichton is probably... I, maybe I'm just... I've got something against Staggs. I see him as an exceptional player, but I personally don't see him at the same level as some of the other contenders. That is I think on his day, he can be... And I think maybe it is, and maybe he's, you know, Fitler's first choice and there's just something in him that I'm not seeing. Um, but I don't... Yeah, I, I just don't see him as the the next choice up and out of the out of the contenders I'd probably have Crichton and, and Talakai ahead of Stags. Um mm. but if he gets picked I'm not going to be disappointed. I, I obviously see his potential, but I think it's potential whereas Crichton especially I think is already playing at origin level. So who would you have? Because you've already got Stags I've there. got Stags there. I I'd, I'd have Crichton uh, as the next man in as well over Ahead of Campbell Graham and ahead of um, Talakai and uh, Jack Whiten and Gutherson are the others that are filled in there. Burton, Zach Lomax is another one that probably getting forgotten right now. Um, That's true. I, the good thing is that there are so many players ready to go there and actual club centres, unlike Luttrell and Tommy. So we'll actually get to see some players who have kind of had their positions stolen from them uh, the last yeah, couple for of sure. years, get a chance to, to show why you should pick a centre at centre, which is, which is exciting, I guess. It's a challenge, but it's exciting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, uh, in terms of the other footy across the weekend. Yeah, other footy across the weekend. Broncos. Broncos over the nights, yeah. Broncos looked solid without Adam Reynolds. So, yeah. There you go. I mean, look at the young guy, Ezra Mam. He, he looks ready built. He looks like, solid. He looks like he could slot straight in. Um, He's no Adam Reynolds. Awesome I think, yeah, he, you know, lots of adrenaline on debut. He looks like a solid 14. Uh, looks like yeah, it reminds sure. me of a bit of a, like a Cody Nicarima style, energetic little 14 who can cover a few spots in the spine. Um, definitely no organizing halfback like Adam Reynolds, but. He did the job when they needed him to. Well, that's it. And yeah, they got over the line. Knights are still struggling. Um, 
I really don't know where their answers are going to come from this year. I mean, Milford's back, or not back, but he's, he's in the side now. Yeah. Uh, showed some promise, I think, but he's not going to turn their fortunes around. I don't think so, no. And uh, it'll only hurt more when, over the origin period, they're likely going to lose Kalen Ponga. So, yeah, well, that's tricky, it. tricky, tricky one. My boys got a win over well done albeit over the the coachless um bottom of the ladder bulldogs and it, it did get a bit close in the middle there for some reason but got got through it happy happy with the result good to get a win not much more yeah for to sure say really but i mean scoring plenty of points which is nice to see because um, it's nice to say yeah, yeah it's not not something that's been free-flowing for you guys over the last couple of years and no. without Brooks as well. Without Brooks, um, yeah, Jock Madden in the in the five eight, really solid. Um, I like him at five eight. So we'll see, see how long Brooks takes. We've got to get options. Back, but how, long, how long is it yeah. till Dewey's back? Not long. In fact, there was talk of him being back for this match against the Dogs. So he might be back wow. this weekend even. But I think the more important position for Dewey to fill in at the moment is fullback. Uh, T- Stafford Toa is doing an all right job filling in for Dane Laurie, but he's not a not a natural fullback, and I do not trust him under the under the high ball with pressure. Sure. So, I think Dewey's first task will be to clean up that role while we wait for Dane Laurie to come back. And then we'll see. Yeah. It's lots of we'll see. I think for the Tigers and the spine, it's just whoever's available really. Because what's well, a yeah, bit of a selection headache, which, which is, is a good. good thing. I know. Yeah. Who would have thought? In the spine at the Tigers. I know. Uh, we can't believe it. <laughs> no. Well, we, we've touched on the Manly game as well. Um, yeah. So we'll breeze past that. But the Dragons getting over the Warriors. Yeah. Overall. What do you make pretty, of it? Uh, pretty, like, you know, pretty standard sort of bottom to middle of the table clash. It wasn't definitely far from the most exciting uh or far from the most high quality game of Super Saturday. It's there next to the top four clashes. Um, yeah. Cowboys, Storm, Roosters, Panthers. So, yeah, not much to really talk about. Dragons got up over the Warriors. Lots of errors, lots of wet weather footy. Cowboys over the Storm, though. That was my prediction. Oh, no, we're not talking yeah. predictions league yet, but I'm stoked. Get it in early. I saw, I saw yeah. it coming. Uh, and that was even when I made the prediction when Jerome Hughes was named to play. And then he wasn't named to play, and I was like, "Here we go! It's yeah, it's you're all, on. It's all happening." And the Cowboys—they did what they've been doing. I mean, I mean, that's it. They just keep on rolling. I mean, each week we sort of say, "Oh, they're 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 a better side than we thought," or they're in contenders for top eight, or maybe they're mm. contenders for top four. But maybe it's time to ask the question: Can they win the premiership this year? Oh, I'm going to say no. I'm still going to say no. I think Todd Payton's a very good chance at getting Dalian Coach of the Year. I um, think he's almost sewn it up already, hasn't he? I know. I know. Well, him or Kevy Walters. At the moment, it's a Queensland resurgence. Oh, that's T- true. Titans are back to being the, the cellar dwellers of Queensland. Who, who would have thought? They are. They are after a couple of years on top of the pile. Um, mm. I'm going to say yes. I, I reckon they can. Okay. And... I almost think a, a Cowboys Penrith final is the most likely outcome at the moment. Whoa! I think the storm. Um, I think we've just seen the storm can't 
cope with injuries as well as they have in previous years, especially to those key positions. That's so right. A fully mate. fit storm, I think it's a very different story mm. um, and a close contest. But I still think the Cowboys, both teams at full fitness, can push them right to the edge and get over them on their day. Yeah, I think Nico Hines is proving proving a loss for Melbourne over these last couple of weeks. It's, this is the time where he would usually come in and it would seem as though nothing's changed. And this this time around, a lot has changed. Bellamy was forced to play Harry Grant at halfback on the weekend, which I thought was a, a, a creative and fun choice, but it proved to not be the right one. Um, I mean, it's the type of move where if it pays off and they, they win the game and he looks comfortable there that, you go, oh, Bellamy's a genius. He can do anything <laughs> with any of his players. Like, mm. he just barks orders and they listen and it works. But it, it shows some, not panic, but it, I can't imagine Grant spent much time training there. Um, no, that, like in yeah. preseason and stuff. It wasn't a, a calculated move. They just needed to pick their best halfback option. And they picked Grant. And <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot out of your ruck. Um, we know Brandon Smith is a is a very talented um, middle forward and can play dummy half very well. But it feels like this year he's been putting on the pounds a bit and buckling up to put his head down and run as a middle forward in, in the front row or at lock. And he's not quite got his hooker hat on, which I think makes a difference for him because if he sheds a few kilos and he's... he's thinking more about game management, he's an elite hooker. But when he's been training all year to run hard, score tries, tackle bust and, and make hard tackles, suddenly going into the rake position is challenging for anyone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is that is true. I Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Like I guess, yeah, Storm, if they want to be playing in the grand final this year, they've looked so good but they really need to not let have any injuries really or suspensions, especially not in their spine because no, well, yeah. they don't have the same cover that they once did. Um, Panthers got up over the Roosters. Uh, Panthers victory train rolls on. Roosters not good enough. Same old story every week for Penrith. I guess yeah. the most interesting part of the Panthers season is coming up. Origin period. They're going to lose... Half their half their starting thirteen, it looks like. So especially if Crichton yeah. is now part of that team as well, you're losing a winger, a center, both your halves, a second rower, a lock. Your lock. Wow. Yeah, it's a big cost. Um, but I mean, that's the price you pay for having some of the best footy players in the comp in your side, and that's nice an equalizer. Yeah, it's it's an equalizer, but it also. I think they would genuinely take a couple of losses and have these players selected. Like, yeah. it gives their younger guys a chance. It's mm. like rewards for their their players playing Origin. Um, you know, from a from a personal point of view, they want to be playing as well as they can to get into that Origin side. So I think the club wants to support them as best they can, and you know, celebrate the fact that half their club's going into representative footy rather than try and, you know, bring the mood down at all by saying, well, because you guys are going, we're going to struggle. Mm. I think they'll try and make the most of it. And 
if they pick up a win along the way when they're when they're down all those squad members, then credit to them. Absolutely. Um, finally, Sunday, Sunday footy, another yep. game that was an upset that I successfully tipped. Oh, congratulations. Raiders, Raiders getting up over the Rabbitohs. I just saw it coming after last week. The Raiders looked looked like they were back. Um, and the Rabbitohs, I just don't rate them this year. I don't No, they're out of sorts. I don't think they're I don't think they're finals worthy. I don't think uh Ooh, I think you don't think pressure. they'll be top eight, or you don't think they're in the I don't, I don't think they deserve to be top eight. I'll be real. Wow. Manly Jeez. losing turbo makes it a bit more interesting in that battle. Yeah, it looks like but it looks it like but it looks like you know, Rabbitohs, Raiders, Manly, kind of the three battling for that number eight position. I think the rest of the top eight looks pretty much selected, but that eight yeah. position, very, very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's good to see the Raiders back up. They've they're always been a better squad than their results have you know shown to begin mm. the year. Mm. Um and it's they're just you want a competitive competition. You don't want sides not playing to their potential. But yeah, the Rabbitohs are sliding, aren't they? It's they're, good they're to see. In, they're in trouble. They are, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, Cody Walker without um, without a real organising halfback um, struggling. Yeah, well, they've, they've invested in, in the youth this year, haven't they? And they, they've prioritising their pathways and their younger players. Let's see if mm-hmm. it pays off in the coming years because... Maybe they'll, they'll struggle a bit this year, but they'll be in a better place two to three years down the line, moving on from Reynolds. Whereas yeah. that they could have held on to Reynolds for one or two more years at least, and then maybe being in a worse place because some of their hot prospects have moved on to other opportunities. So from a long-term club point of view, maybe this is just the price that they're having to pay for remaining a dominant and you know competitive side in, in the next five, ten years. They would certainly hope so. I've I've shit talked Rabbitohs and we the Tigers play them next week. So I'm ready to eat my own words. Um yeah, exactly. <laughs> and final final game of the round, the Sharks v Titans, a very wet one up on the Gold Coast. And the Sharks have been a bit ordinary the last couple of weeks and Nico Hines looked back back to his best. Had a great kicking game, great passing game, set up tries, scored a try. Uh, Lockie well, Miller. Well, he's back in it. Yeah, uh, back in at halfback was the key move there, wasn't it? Absolutely, the key move. It's his. It's his position. It is his position that he. Yeah, he must play now. Um, mm-hmm. And the Sharks were last week. We were wondering who the Sharks had at fullback to cover Will Kennedy, and uh, their prayers were answered by a former Australian rugby sevens player, Lockie Miller, who made his NRL debut at fullback, scored a try. He's got. He's got. He's so quick. Reminds me mm. of he's he's little, but he's quick. He reminds me of like Matt Dufty when he's when when Dufty's in form. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> so not this year. Dufty oh, of like no, maybe a couple year. years ago um, for yeah. the for the Dragons. <laughs> yeah. So well, I mean, yeah, it's, good signs. It's a, yeah, good signs for the Sharks. Um, it's the type of games that they need to be winning if they want to be a top four side. Titans still trying to get that balance in their spine. A- another side that. Um, you know, moved on their more experienced halfback Fogarty at the start of the year. And 
have been prioritising their younger players. And to be honest, it's not it's not paid off so far. No, so no. they need to turn things around in the second half of the year. They don't really have anyone to turn to. I mean, Foreign's coming in next year, but you know that's obviously too late mm. for, for this season. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where they get the answers from. Brimson, I think, is the player there that needs to lift. I mean, they've all got potential, but we've seen it from Brimson before, and well, I don't the, think he's playing yeah, at his best. Even like the the purchase of Kieran Foreign feels like a bit of a panic button, unless like. The only way that it's not a panic move is if they're planning to play him at 14, like like a Benji Marshall late in his career type role. Because well, I think there's no way they're doing that. And, and I are not paying th- yeah, that much like, money for him. It's one of these things where it's like, why have you let Jamal Fogarty go and then sort of given the keys to your young guys if you're then mm. just a year later going to go buy like an even older player? <laughs> <laughs> like in foreign I, I agree it's a panic buy but I think he's going to come in and be their halfback mm. and I, I'm not sure how they, they juggle the rest of it because they've got Toby Sexton who you think is the one that's now looking over his shoulder going hang on this year I was given the, given the keys here I was going to run the side and I've only got one year to have a crack at it or not half a season and you've already bought in my replacement um I think Jaden Campbell is showing he's probably the spark out of their entire team at the moment, and he's not going to move out of fullback. So it's not like they're going to move Brimson back there, I wouldn't imagine, and then play Sexton and Foreign in the halves together. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe there's some way that one of them goes into hooker. That I'm, would be sure. that would be ideal because I think they need a they need a a better hooker. Uh, you know. Do you think? Um, do you think? I mean, out of all of them, I think Brimson's probably the best match for for Hooker. Sexton and Campbell, I don't think can do it. Foreign, no. I mean, he could, but I don't think he's got the legs to keep up for eighty minutes. At the I moment. mean, if Kieran Foreign's been a Hooker this whole time, then Des Hasler'd be bloody throwing his hat on the ground. <laughs> I know we, we we don't have one, man. Mate, so. you didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me you're a Hooker. Um, yeah, I don't know. So that'll be interesting. But oh well, that's that's oh, that's that's for next year's podcast. That's right. I suppose yeah, they're, they're one of the sides with more questions than answers at the moment. So I think at As this always. point in the year, mm. everybody wants to have the answers to these questions that we pose at the start of the year. But Titans, I don't know how they're going to turn this one around. No, I do not. But it's time to stop all of the the crazy footy chat and jump over to fantasy and tipping which we'll do straight after this little ad break it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, we're back. Harvey, you've got the results from this week's fantasy and tipping. I do. Yes, absolutely. Um, great week all around for the fantasy guys. Um, nobody breaking over the thousand point barrier, which is sort of the gold standard in fantasy, but we did get very close. So congratulations to the Ethan Eater, Ethan B, 985. Cool. Very mm. strong performance. Um, it's it's an elite, elite score in a challenging week. Lots of injuries, lots of star players going down. Obviously, the storm missing there, guys. Tommy not being in the side nice. or only playing half a game. It means that, you know, maybe you've got to go a bit left field and get the players that are racking up the points. Um, so, well, well done. done. Well done. Well done, the Eaton Eaters. That's oh, actually, it. where's uh, – do we have do we have a, a watch on, on uh, Cooper German, our ladder leader? We do. We do. The overall rankings. He is currently slipped a little bit, so he's down to 116. Ooh, he's so out, just of, outside out of the top, the top 100. 100. Oh, come and, on, Coop. Come on. We, you know, we currently the, have zero players inside the top 100. That's a bit of a worry. Do we know no, where Ben no. Thewlis is at the moment? He's down at 316th, oh, oh, 200 even, places behind. Not even worth having a segment on him anymore. All right. I know. Thank you, Harvey. Tommy Guns has dropped out of the top 1,000 as well. I think he was just on the cusp, but he's oh. at 1,180th. Tough week. So, tough week. Tough week, but there's plenty more footy to play. Origin, key period to make mm. up some ground in fantasy. Get rid of your origin players. Bring in the players that are going to replace them and score well. That's right. No, more, time for no more relying on Cleary and Haas and... All this, you got to no. get creative. Now's the time. You're either going to climb up the ladder or you're going to be overtaken over the next couple of weeks. So get your fantasy caps on. Yeah. But I'll tell you who had their tipping cap on this week. Well, who was that, I think, Harvey? I think somebody's been making quite a lot of um, references to their strong predictions and things. And our tipper of the week is actually my co host, the great man, Lockie Pringle. Tipping name, Lockie tips really well. Tips seven out of eight. It's come with true. a margin of twenty-six. And let me tell you what, Harvey, seven out of eight, outrageous. Because I actually did tip every single match correctly. I just forgot to get my tip in for the first game of the round, Broncos v Knights, where I was going to tip the Broncos anyway, and and but. I didn't get my tip in in time until too late. I was about watching the game about five minutes in and I was like, oh shit. And that's when I quickly entered my tip, entered all my other tips mm. and I got all of them right. But this stupid app has only awarded me seven and um, I'm furious. Seven, I would have got, I would have got a 10. So I've actually lost three points there due, right. to, due to silliness 
basically. <laughs> so I'm furious. But well, it's a very, very strong tipping. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. Thank Seven you. out of eight is still very, um, very strong score. You'll be climbing up the ladder. And, you know, it just shows that it doesn't matter how good your tipping is last week or in the weeks previous, you can, you can shine and you can get a shout out this week because our tipping has been crap. Mm. And here you are getting a shout out on the podcast because that? <laughs> you nailed it this week. So keep go. up the tipping. Thank you. I owe it to a few upsets and, uh, you know, we, we dared it. We dare to go bold on this podcast. It's part of the reason why our tips often suck because, <laughs> because often it is the favorite that wins, but we've gone for some, something we've gone to try to be too clever this week. I tried to be too clever and it worked. That's I, I pr- encourage everyone to keep going bold and it'll, it'll come off eventually. That's it. That's a little pump up speech for you all. Oh, good to hear. Well, can we hear about our prediction week? Prediction yes, league. Give us well, the update. Well, seeing that my prediction this week was just a tip and I've, as I said, got, got an eight <coughs> out of eight, got an eight out of eight in my tips. That means that my yep. prediction came off. Cowboys to defeat the Storm. And I got six points for that, Harvey. Six points, which is six huge. Huge points. For a guy that was on one point coming into this into this round to gain oh, six, God. that's huge. The, uh, the predictions league has been shaken up, may I say. Three correct predictions from our five competitors this week. It's the biggest that's ever. Fair. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, great record. to see. I'll start with the two players in our league who got their predictions wrong. Beautiful. Tim from Patreon, our ladder leader, got his prediction wrong. He said that the Storm would defeat the Cowboys. Wrong. Sea Eagles mm. would defeat the Eels. Wrong. Panthers defeat the Roosters. Yes. Uh, all by margins of 10 plus. So only, only Panthers v Roosters was correct for Tim. All right. Yeah. But he remains at the top on 13 points. Okay. He's got a good um, lead. He- you were yep. the other member of our league that got their prediction wrong. You said <laughs> you said Manly will defeat the Parramatta Eels by a margin of 20 plus. Uh, so even if the Eels didn't score that try at the end to win, you'd still get it wrong because it was not by a margin of 20 plus. No. You stood to earn nine points if this came off. Oh, oh that would have probably been the biggest haul ever. So you remain on four. And Harvey, I'm afraid to say, due to some other predictions getting right, you are now at the bottom of the predictions league ladder. Oh, God. Oh, no. So Pressure's on. Bad news after bad news. You've been overtaken by Nikki from our Patreon, yep. who, who said that at least three games will have a margin of 20 plus. That came true thanks to the Broncos, the Cowboys, and um, uh, the Panthers, I believe. There you go. Well done to Nikki. Congratulations. Prediction worth only two points, but she was one point behind you and now leapfrogged Jumps you up. one. Yeah. Uh, I've already said mine. I was on one point. I've gone to seven. So I'm 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 killing it. Um, you know. What are you? Are you third now? I'm third. So we kind of swap positions. Um sure. And then finally, Marina from our Patreon, who was second, still sits second said Broncos will at least double the score of the Knights. That came true. It was only worth two points because I think a lot of people saw that happening, uh, but she goes to 11. So we've got Tim at the top on 13, Marina on 11, me on seven, Nikki on five, and then you, Harvey, at the bottom on four. Wow. Wow. 
Well, I've got to turn my fortunes around this week. Two players in in uh, double digits, and yeah, now our lowest score is instead of one is four. So the the standard is increasing. In it's heating up. The competition is to, on fire. Um, time to get some predictions right. It's actually more crucial now than ever. I know. I know. Well. Shall I get get into mine? Because let's let's hear yours, Harvey. You are you are the man, yeah, currently who needs needs a correct prediction more than ever. I'm I'm chasing everything, but does it does it inspire you? You're not going basic. No, I'm not going basic. No, no, I want I want a nine pointer to take me straight up to the top. Um, All right, but let's see where you, you think this one will be positioned. Let's hear it. Got eight games of footy this weekend. Eight games of footy. I think 40 different players will score a try. Wow. So five, five different players different... per game to mm. score a try. Okay. I reckon I reckon there are about five, five or six tries scored on average a game. But yeah. usually the wingers or you know, whoever their star players are getting over for a double every now and again. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this one's going to be. I'd like to see this at five, six points, maybe seven, maybe yeah, eight, well, maybe nine. Give me, give me ten points for it. I'll be happy. I, it's hard for me to even kind of figure out whether that is like a likely or unlikely thing to happen. Like whether that happens most weeks or whether it doesn't. Because yeah, it's like on such a, a large scale. It's, it's, it's not a stat that the the Fox Lab or the, the boys at Nine ever get up, do they? So. No, um, we'll, we'll just have to, to manually count, which is... Yeah, we'll be going <laughs> through it. every time somebody crosses the line, I'll go through each game and, and add them to the tally. Add them to the um, tally. All right, excellent. Thank you, Harvey. There you go. Where are you going with your prediction this week? After one correct one, you're on a, you're on a prediction streak. I'm, <laughs> well, let's see if I am. Um, Tigers play the Rabbitohs this week. I'm going for a prediction that's based in that particular match. Um, I've got either Damian Cook or Alex Johnston to score a try in a losing effort to the Tigers. So, so Tigers win, Tigers win, Johnson or Cook scores a try. Yeah, not both, just one or the other. Could be both, but one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've decided to go one or the other to shore up the chances of it being correct. But in a losing effort, I feel may award me some more points for boldness. Well, anytime you're tipping the Tigers to win, it's bold. So that's right. I know I know they're an improving side, um, and the Rabbitohs are definitely on the slide. But I think you'll get some some nice rewards if that comes true. We've already beaten them this year, so actually that actually works against us because we don't often yeah. beat a team twice in a year. But you know, I, I just I just. I, I feel a good feeling. I feel that we should beat them based on the way they're playing at the moment. We, you know, that is obviously far from whether or not it will actually happen, especially at yeah. the Tigers. Um, but you know, I honestly will be very disappointed if we lose to the Rabbitohs. So yeah, for sure. Well, there we go. If you want to mount any sort of um, charge for the finals and get the ball rolling in that regard, which you know isn't completely no. <laughs> Hey, there's a spot there. There's a spot there. We can That's leapfrog right. all you guys that are going for that eighth position. We can take it. Well, it's these types of games that you've got to win. So 
fingers crossed for you. I'm sure we've got a good round of footy coming up. All the players now playing for their origin spots want to stay yeah. injury free, but there's you know just be before, more and more spots opening up. Yeah. Before we wrap up, I will just say that all of the Tigers' charge towards any chance at playing finals is 100% completely reliant on Jackson Hastings remaining injury-free and suspension-free. Mm. I believe, from what I've seen this weekend, adding that with everything that I've seen this season, Jackson Hastings is the new most, most influential player to his club in the league. Talk about... yeah. You know, Tommy Trebojevic was talked talked about like this last year for Manly. I don't think it's no longer the case. Like, I think, you know, obviously he's a big loss, but you guys can manage sure. without him. I think someone like Nathan Cleary at the Panthers, they've already shown that they can manage without him. But the difference between the Tigers pre-Hastings this year and current with him is astronomical. And if he goes... That all falls apart. So I think he's the new, he's the new one. Oh. We're the new one man team. <laughs> That's it. You know, wrap him in bubble wrap, keep him safe. And fingers crossed that he, well, fingers crossed everybody stays injury free, but especially for him, if he's that important to you guys. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, that's, that's, I just had to say that before we, before we wrapped up. So well, it's been you, a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> From across from across the globe, Harvey. Across until, the globe, international until, podcast. Until next time, where we next week when we will, of course, be doing this again over Zoom across the globe. Uh, we will. Until then. Bye bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.